obviously being able to pull back on everything you've ever remembered would make you a superhuman, right? And that's basically the advantage that AI tools have in a very simplified way. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Nickels and Dimes show, where we learn about entrepreneurial journeys and lessons from all types of entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Chris Nichols. Thank you for being here. What's going on, you guys? I'm your host, Chris Nichols. Today, I want to talk about scaling your business using AI tools. So there's been this big debate out there, especially in the recent years around how do we scale our business? How do we stay competitive using these AI tools? And how do we balance that with delegating tasks to humans, right? And so I want to talk a little bit about the pros and cons to each from what I've researched, what I've learned, uh, and also just from my personal experience and some of the specific tools I've used to scale this podcast and produce it all myself. Now, I've spent a majority of my corporate career selling enterprise software, and AI has been a term that's been used my entire time in enterprise software. Uh, really for about 10 years, I've been around this term and using it in my sales efforts. And I'd say it's really been only the past two to three years where this term AI has emerged as this buzzword, this mainstream buzzword. Uh, and I think that's really because of the movement from OpenAI and ChatGPT. And I mean, obviously, it's incredibly powerful and it's caused a lot of questions around are people jobs going to be safe? Uh, is it ethical? And there's all these different things. And so I'll talk a little bit about the pros and cons of leveraging AI in your business to start this off and share some of my uh, specific tools that I've used. And, you know, as I've built this podcast over the past year plus, I've tested a lot of different tools, a lot of different workflows and processes. And of course, I've constantly looked for ways to automate things because there's just so much out there to explore and to learn to implement into your workflow. So first, let me start off with some of the general pros and cons of AIs in business. Some of the pros, number one is the most obvious, right? Increased productivity and efficiency through automation. This could include anything from crunching data to manually editing something, writing descriptions, captions, titles, instruction manuals, coding, you name it. it the list will go on and on. And these were typically just non-negotiable, tedious forms of work that you need to do to produce pretty much anything, <laughs> right? And now we have ways to automate this. You can prompt a question to ChatGPT and, and shoot out a whole list of that dialogue and response. You can find tools to edit audio or, or video uh, for any sort of content you're producing. So that's the most obvious one. But then you also have enhanced decision-making. And this really goes to the ability of a tool to pull back on its data, all the data that it's ever ingested uh, instantly and remember it and shoot back some sort of logical response based off what it's already learned. And that really goes back to this definition of AI to begin with, right? Like what is AI? Artificial intelligence. Basically, it's a uh, ability of a technology or a tool to improve its functionality on its own based off its usage, its continued usage. So the more data it gets, the smarter it gets. And then it will be able to perform better in whatever its capacity is 
uh, while well, that capacity will be expanded. Obviously, being able to pull back on everything you've ever remembered would make you a superhuman, right? And that's basically the advantage that AI tools have in a very simplified way. Obviously, there's tons of nuance and cons and challenges that, that we'll get into in a second, but that's the overall idea of why AI is so powerful and valuable. Branching off of that, another pro would be an improved customer experience. And that really speaks to the promptness of it. It's, it's quick. It's, uh, it automatically responds. Uh, it'll pull back on information that has already been in the system, regardless of how large that information load is in many cases. So that's huge. You don't have to wait on hold for a human, perhaps, or a human might mess something up, human error. That's actually the next one is human error and the mitigation of human error, right? human beings will make mistakes. That's been a big advantage of these AI tools. The overall idea we have is competitive advantage. Businesses, so a phrase that I've recently heard in some of my recent tech companies I've worked for has been, every company is a technology company. And this came from some large software companies I worked for where they would sell a big deal to a massive customer and it's so true because these uh, these large companies, legacy companies, have to adopt technology in order to keep up with the competition. And now AI is a huge part of technology that is making things even faster and more impressive in every way you can think of. So you basically need tech and AI to stay relevant and compete. Now, some of the challenges that come up are, one, customization and accuracy. These AI tools already are incredibly powerful, but they're not perfect. And yes, they're getting better, but they're still a long ways to go. There's almost always some sort of nuance whenever we seem to try to use one of these AI tools to get what we need, right? There's been debate even in ChatGPT of it shooting out accurate information. ChatGPT, I've played around with it sometimes, and I'll notice it will give you one answer. When you ask a question, you can ask the same question and say, no, you're wrong. And it'll give you a different answer and say, sorry, I was wrong. <laughs> so it's uh, there's just a lot of nuances there that you need to be aware of. But obviously, I think where we are in AI in general is that we're using, it's really good to be used as a guide to help you do your work, to make things faster. It's not meant to completely do the work for you at this point. Sure, it depends what tools you're using, what you're trying to do. But in the overall case of what you're trying to produce, I think AI is really meant to be a tool to help you. And we're going to learn ways to adjust our workflows to make these tools work for us instead of uh, completely take over us humans, right? That's just my opinion on it. Another challenge of AI is going to be the lack of human touch and emotional intelligence. This is one thing that no robot will ever replace in my view. It's, we are human beings. We have a spirit within us. And there, there's something about that that just cannot be replaced uh, in our species. No machine can replace that. And so emotional intelligence is going to be a big part of that. And it's something that is constantly changing based off the situation. You can train some AI model as much as you want, but it's probably not going to be at the point of what you or I am capable of in terms of emotional reasoning, right? In the moment or in whatever situation. Another big challenge with these AI tools is going to be the data privacy. This is something that a lot of organizations are rightfully so uncomfortable with. They are uncomfortable with sharing their data or inputting it into some system where OpenAI, for example, or, or some other company, it could be any of these companies, Google, you name it, will have 
all this information to, and, and who knows what happens, right? We've seen these data breaches and data leaks. I've spent some of my career working in cybersecurity, so I'm all too aware of this risk, no matter how safe they make it out to be when you share this data. So that's just a big piece. And then, of course, who's on the other end of this, right? What are they doing with this data? You know, it, it, they say, oh, it's completely private, but in many cases, it's really not. If a court, if there's a court ordered a reasoning to get that data, then they're going to share it, right? The next challenge is just simply the, the technical issues that we run into. Like I said earlier, these AI tools are imperfect. They're not functioning at a completely perfect level. And sometimes the tech will break. Sometimes it'll shoot back some nonsense, just like any, just like when you're your phone conks out for no reason or your computer starts acting weird, right? <laughs> There's still going to be technical difficulties and we cannot 100% rely on these things. But then of course, that also applies to humans, right? We can't 100% rely on humans either because they will make mistakes and, and do their own will. And then we can of course touch on the macro issue with AI, which is job displacement. And there's a lot of questions there. Like you see the writer strike that, that recently happened. Anyway, that, that's just a basic overview of the AI pros and cons to take into consideration when you're looking to balance using AI tools, which is pretty necessary, very necessary at this point in time, but not so much so that you turn into a complete machine robot, which is not actually giving out the quality of work or service that you need to be putting out to be your best. Okay, so let me talk about some of the AI tools that I've gone on a journey with in my production of my podcast. So all of 2023, I focused on putting out good audio episodes while making video clips. So I would record every podcast and I would just use those video recordings to create small clips because it would take a lot more work to edit these YouTube full YouTube video episodes uh, and I just didn't have the capacity for that until I invested in a couple of tools that are helping me to do that now. But that some of the tools I would use GarageBand to produce and mix and uh, master the audio. Uh, I'd use CapCut to make these short form videos and I would have to go manually line up the audio with the video and find the moments myself and do all this stuff, right? And this year, I've recently invested in a few more tools so that I can automate some of these processes in order to provide more content for YouTube in particular, and just maximizing the content that I'm getting out of these episodes. So number one is Adobe Premiere Pro. I got Adobe Premiere Pro to up the level of video production that I'm able to do. Uh, but also a big reason why I got APP was so that I can use something called Autopod, which has been a AI tool that automatically uh, edits a full video episode as far as the video angles that you'll see of each person in the podcast. And this thing has really taken the video podcast community by storm. And so far, it's working pretty well. There's, of course, some nuance that, that I'm learning along the way, just like any tool. It's not like you press a button and it just works exactly how you want. You have to make adjustments. You're going to learn, oh, how do I make this transition? How do I move this thing here? Why is it not cutting in this audio? I need two tracks, right? There's just so many nuances that you need to go through. And I've been spending a lot of time trying to learn so that I can find a workflow that is as automated as possible with the quality that I want. 
another AI tool that I've recently discovered and have found great value in is called Opus Clip. And there's a few tools like this out there right now, but this one is special for a few reasons. Basically what you do is you can input a long form video uh, and it will shoot out clips that they think will perform well on social media or on YouTube. And it will even give you a description and give you a reasoning of why they think this clip is going to be good. They'll say, hey, this, this one minute section has a great hook and it tells this story, blah, 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 right? So this has been super helpful because typically I'd have to manually select and, and take notes with every podcast to pick the highlight moments that I think are interesting, which I still do, but this actually helps me find keywords that would be good for YouTube and for Instagram and TikTok and so forth. The big value here isn't necessarily the editing piece. Yes, I can text ed edit with these videos. I can do some pretty powerful things with captions and, and position it the way I want. But the big thing for me is helping me decide and pick which ones are right. Because we could spend all day pounding the wall, trying to decide, hey, what title should I use? What uh, part from this podcast would be a good clip to make, right? It's, it's very debatable and subjective. It, it at least serves as a guide for me. And then I can go make my decisions with more information and more guidance. So those are just some of the tools that I have experimented with and that I am using to date. There, I'm sure there's going to be more iterations going in the future, but just some thoughts around the overall consideration of implementing AI into your workflow, your process. Uh, these are some areas that should be considered, the pros and cons of this. You got to try it out. It's, it's going to take some work. It's not going to automatically do the work for you. Human beings will still be very valuable <laughs> for certain tasks that you think can be done via AI, but perhaps AI might be better to use uh, in certain cases. So just some basic thoughts. This is really more of an effort to bring you along on my journey, testing different tools and, and scaling this business myself. I would love any feedback or I'd love to start a conversation around this topic because there's still tons for all of us to learn as it's continuing to develop on a daily basis and change. But I hope you enjoyed this and please follow the Nickels and Dimes show for more content on YouTube, on Instagram and Apple and Spotify. Thanks everyone for watching. Thank you for joining our conversation today on the Nickels and Dimes show please check out and follow my podcast, Instagram at Nichols and Dimes Show. I'd love to have you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or YouTube. You can also find it on my website. I welcome and encourage any feedback you can share in the reviews so I can continue to improve and develop the show. Thanks again and see you next time.